Welcome to TA1. I'm your host, legendary Randy Erickson. Today's guest is the most famous separated, dislocated shoulder in adventure racing, Marco Rossini from Columbia Vita Raid. We spend most of the episode talking about what happened and the the good things and the bad things that came of it and things that maybe should be a little bit different. Um, so, it. Nah, I don't, you, you listen. You'll hear. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it for you. So, um, just little behind the scenes. This is actually Monday night. Uh, recording it, getting this all done, get it posted because uh, tomorrow's Tuesday, and Tuesday night is time to pack. Leave Wednesday morning for Cowboy Tough. Um, get there. Hopefully around 10, 30, 11, got some uh, shots that I want to do, talk to some teams, all the teams, put things together, and then um, the adventure begins in more ways than one. I think we have a pretty interesting media plan to talk about this last week. Anyway, um, we will be, Chris and I really don't have to do much, just upload we don't have to do all the stuff to the social media and stuff. And Margo, who had to stay home, will be taking care of all that stuff. So um, that's what we'll be doing, just uh, putting our stuff together and getting it to her. Um, if you do have any questions during the race, you think I might answer, you can you know, do Facebook. Uh, probably the easiest. I don't know. You can... Either my page or TA1, I'll probably see it, maybe. And questions, I'll see if I can find things out. Um, probably will be um, tweeting a lot of short stuff also. You know, maybe just we saw a team XYZ at 12.38. So um, if, if you can see it on Facebook, but if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's at Randy Erickson, R-A-N-D-Y-E-R-I-C-K-S-E-N. Um, and that's about it. So, like I said, I'm, I'm following everybody's rules. I shouldn't say I'm not packed yet. Almost all the gear is ready to go. It just needs to be loaded, some clothes and food. So I will be packing the night before I leave just to be make sure that we're uh, all on the same page so um i think you'll enjoy what marco has to say and um what he has planned for the rest of the year so go fast take chances we'll see a bunch of you in a couple of days and the rest of you we'll see when we see you so, thanks for listening are you there hey randy how are you i'm probably feeling a little better than you are right now Probably. <laughs> so, well, how is the shoulder? Uh, getting better. Uh, seeing a couple of doctors, you know, getting getting some different opinions about my case, mm -hmm. and there is a lot of uh, tear stuff inside. Okay. Yeah. But so what? So was it just because I don't know was it separated, tore, dislocated? What actually it was dislocated. happened? It was dislocated for like. Uh, 10 hours oh, and, yeah and then they put it back at the hospital and and I think it's like 
I don't know. Every time I think happens at this located show that I, I'm pretty sure, like something, some stuff tears. But yeah. I think in my case, because it was long time out of place, it tears a little bit more than usual. So yeah, fortunately, I didn't have any broken bone. You know, there's no cracks or or fractures. You know, it's it, it's just uh, pretty much the whole uh, labral uh, cartilage is. Uh, it's masked, it's like there, mm -hmm. like all around, and the rotator cuff a little bit, it's like compromised too, so I'm still like figuring out, like I will see, the doctors want to see like after a month, you know, like six weeks from the accident, how my shoulder will uh, recover, you know, and if if it goes well, if, 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 you know, get a little bit of stability, I think I can rehab and do a lot of like physiotherapy to be able to race at the world champs otherwise i will make a surgery and and not race at the world champs but world champs. there is still a chance to to fix it you know yeah I, well we'll hope it's good so <clears throat> can i can i tell you a story that might make you feel a little bit better yeah sure please <laughs> my my wife paulette dislocated her shoulder kayaking rolled you know was rolled over and coming up and but nailed a big rock underneath mm -hmm. so she, she comes out gets out of the water gets out of her boat and she's a she emergency been an emergency room nurse and you know so she puts it back in you know she pops it back in everything's good right yeah she stands up to get her boat and she slips and falls and knocked it out again <laughs> oh my god <laughs> so and that yeah, that kind of sucked too and then she you know put it back in drove home and yeah. So, but, so, um, do you mind talking about the accident a little bit or what happened? Just no, I don't mind at all. I actually, I'm okay. about to post a video on the internet about the accident. You know, I was just waiting for some, you know, confirmations that it's like if the media work was good, you know, about it. But yeah. I have a few scenes of the accident I'll be posting, and mm -hmm. but it will be nice. Like I don't think we'll be as like as as long as this talk with you, I think I can get in way much more uh, details here with you. So yeah, yeah. Well, if you get it up and give me get send me the link, I'll yeah we'll link to us. Yeah. Um. So everything happens the first day of the yeah. of the race. That was, I think, my biggest frustration. You know, to withdraw from the race at the first night. Mm hmm And I was expecting to be racing. For many days there, you know, it it was so much planning for this race, you know. So yeah, it would be really nice to to race more days there. But so um, we were going through this like crazy crevasse field, you know. And at the beginning of the glacier, it was already like very crazy, but the crevasses were very exposed so we knew about the risk there we, we were seeing the crevasse you know so mm -hmm. this didn't bother me a lot because we we're just going around doing our way like you know up to the glacier you know and and it was fine you know we were seeing those crevasses but then we hit like a big uh snow field went up and down you know and i, I i'm pretty sure it was the last uh crevasse section we were crossing wow. and this part was very sketchy because 
most of the crevasses were covered by the snow. And we went through a couple of crevasses that were super, super, sorry, super solid. Hard snow and mm -hmm. there was no problem at all. But a couple of them was like, you could see that was a little bit broken, you know, and a little sketchy. And you were very close to uh, Yoga's Lackers and my closure. They were right by us, like 300 meters ahead, you know. And mm -hmm. we're trying to, you know, follow the steps, you know, make sure we're stepping in the same place. And when we approached this crevasse, we saw that someone, I think it was Jason, he also punched through the, the crevasse, but I think it was nothing. He, it was just like a step. I don't think he sink a lot. We, we just mm -hmm. realized that was a little bit soft. So Urti decided when they cross the crevasse, they step right in the middle of the snow bridge. And, mm -hmm. and so they did one step in the middle of the snow bridge and the second stop at the ice part. So when we approached yeah. the crevasse, we saw that little hole that I think uh, Jason punched and Urti decided to jump all the way over the crevasse. And I thought it was really smart, you know, very clever, like, okay, let's, Let's go all the way. Let's not even take the risk of stepping on that snow, you know. And he did the jump. He did, like, fine, you know, just get some, like, um, he got some momentum there and did the whole, the could jump through all the crevasse. And uh, I, I was hoping to do the same, but when I did, I landed with my front foot on the icy part, but my backpack brought me back a little bit and, because I think, you know, we, we saw them stepping on the snow bridge. I think I, I, I was giving me the, the, I was allowing me to, to step on the snow bridge too, you know. I, but I guess was in a different place, you know, and, and it was way softer. When I just put my weight on that snow bridge, the whole thing collapsed, you know. Yeah. And it was super scary, you know. I think I was very lucky because the whole thing collapsed in, like, two parts. So, I first, like, I got stuck with my backpack and my arms, like, waist high, you know. Like, kind of like, like my, my shoulders were, like, stuck for, like, I don't know, half a second. Mm -hmm. yeah. and, and after this half a second, I, I felt, I screamed, like, fall very loud whenever I felt that the thing was, like, breaking. So the whole team went to the ground, you know, did the arrest position, you know, and when, when the plaque, there's no, the whole snow bridge around me collapsed, I, you know, I took a deep fall, I don't know, 20 feet deep, and the team was already, like, tight on the ground. So I was just, like, hanging there, you know, and screaming for my team, you know, guys, you know, I'm, I'm hanging, you know, like, you yep. just don't, don't let it go for nothing, you know, because I couldn't see the... The end of the crevasse was like horrible, yeah. man. I, I was looking down, I was terrifying, you know, and, and I just tried to, you know, understand the situation there, you know, I looked around and everywhere I looked, I looked like, you know, I was getting very nervous, you know, and, and I was trying to think that, mm, like, I think my team will, will take me out of here, but I think it's going to take a while, you know, like, like I'm, I'm kind of fucked here, you know. I'm, yeah. you know, I, I'm screwed here. But yeah. then, like yeah. after a few minutes, like very, I think it was pretty fast, you know. I think I don't know if they whistle, they scream, you know, three August Lakers in like, I don't know, very short of period of time, you know. I heard my closure voice in August Lakers, and then 
I got very confident that I would go out of that hole, you know, because I knew there would be five more people to help my team, you know. They were yeah. like, oh, like screaming back to me, like, Marco, don't worry, I'm going to take you out of the hole, you know. So I got very comfort, uh, comfortable there. And I think the only thing by that time that I was feeling, it's a lot of pain on my shoulders, you know, I knew that my shoulder was out of place and... And I was kind of like hanging horizontally, so in my damaged shoulder was in the bottom. So mm -hmm. it, it 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 was it was very painful, man. Like I told them, like, oh, I, I I thought about cut my cut my backpack and let every all piece of gear. Like I was not worrying at all about my gear. Yeah. It's like yeah. Oh, I think I'm gonna cut this loose, you know, let it go and Yo. and get light so they can take me out of here. But then I just thought, okay, I have a lot of gear here inside that can be useful after I get off, get out of the hole. So, uh, but I knew it would be very hard for them to to pull me out with my backpack. So I, I told them, guys, I need to, you know, first give my backpack. You guys pull my backpack first, and then and then you guys pull me because it, it's impossible. My backpack was kind of like squeeze me against the wall, you know. So, mm -hmm. and I don't know. Overall, I. I was very happy with the the help, you know. I think yeah. my team did a great job arresting the fall. I think it could be for the the you know the size of the crevasse and the you know I think it could be much worse. I think if someone, I think if Urzi was not like very uh, attent there, like very you know focused, I think he could fall. On the top of me, and that could be like very bad, you know, because yeah. he would fall with the crampons on my face or on my chest, you know. I think it'd be like horrible. And if we had like two people down there, I think it would be like way harder to take, like, yeah, to take people to get you both out. Yeah. So I was happy that was not that was only me, you know, that nobody fall like over me and that way they were very aware of what they were doing there and once all the rescue start going, you know, Yoga's like when they put me out, like they, they were amazing, you know, like offering me like warm clothes, seeing if I was like cold or not, trying to feed me, you know, but on, on, when I get out of, got up, out of the hole, I couldn't feel anything. I was not feeling cold, I was not feeling hungry. The only thing I felt was like a lot of pain on my shoulder, you know, and I, I kept saying to Dan and to them, like, guys, I, if, I, if, if I can put my shoulder back into place, I'm pretty sure that the pain's going to go away and everything's going to get better, you know. But yeah. we tried to do a couple of, you know, we attempt to, to put my shoulder back into place. Then did, like, he tried to do, like, different movements to bring my, my uh, shoulder back. But... I felt like we were getting close to put my shoulder back, but mm -hmm. it was taking too much time and everybody was getting like really cold, you know, and, and I was getting cold on that time too. So we, we thought it would be better to keep moving, you know, get me to a hut, you know, and there we would like, you know, take care about the situation, try to put my shoulder back, get yeah. me some like warm food, you know. So, but... On that time, we were we were still inside a very uh, crevasse area. So uh, my closure and uh, Yoga's legs stayed with us until we get completely out of the crevasse. 
and mm-hmm. get close to the the rocky hill that's gonna uh, that takes to the hut. So they were very kind, you know, helping with the rescue and worrying about me, you know. And I don't know, I felt like a little brother, you know, like was they, they didn't care about race or anything, you know. They were just worried about, you know, get our team uh, well, you know. And they were really nice, very kind. And I think my closure also did like an excellent job out there doing the, you know, the safety of the course. I... I honestly don't think was I don't I don't think it was a, appropriate you know to send my closure there by himself you know we're talking about a whole field of racers you know in a one of the scariest glacier in Alaska that even locals there doesn't do this glacier at this time of the year you know because it's really risky yeah. so send my closure by himself there to like to look after the the teams, you know, I think was a little insane, you know. I was seeing him like hiking up those like these glaciers with like a huge backpack with tons of gears, you know, his skis and like we're talking about like about among us, you know, like how how he's doing this, you know, like <laughs> that's insane, yeah. you know. And, yeah. But yeah. he he's a true adventure and and I think it was not by him there and I think Overall, I think the whole race was very, not the whole race, but everybody that was behind us, it mm-hmm. it was really uh, lucky that I took that fall for everybody because if I didn't fall there, maybe yeah. my closure wouldn't, you know, flag that crevasse field, you know, and we wouldn't know the, the real risk of that area. In yeah. a slower yeah. team and maybe less experience, would fall there, you know, and not have like a team with a lot of experience, like Yoga's Lakers and my closure, like close by to rescue them. And the rescue yeah. would take like hours, you know. And so I was a little bit of disappointed with this aspect of the race, you know, like not having a proper rescue team. And, yeah. and I don't know, yeah. like, um, I think the the bottom line is I'm very happy to be alive, you know, I'm very happy to be like here talking with you, you know, and I think could be uh, a very bad accident, but fortunately it was just a, you know, a shoulder dislocation, one race less that I, you know, that I, yeah. I haven't finished in less no, one, well, one yeah. race more that I haven't finished. I don't know. Yeah. Well, it, it's interesting that you say that, that, you're almost glad that it was you instead of somebody else because, quite honestly, that was one of my thoughts when I heard about it. It's like, it, it's somebody experienced. Yeah. I mean, if it had been me, I'd have been freaking out. <laughs> so I think I think a lot of people might have, you know, it, yeah, it could have been a lot worse. And, um, but, I mean... And imagine if, if it was somebody that, you know, how I mentioned, doesn't have, like, an experienced team close by, my pleasure yeah. close by. If they had yeah. only three unexperienced teammates to take yeah. them out of the crevasse, you know, I completely yeah. trust my team. And even if Yoga's legs were not there, even my players were not there, I, I strongly believe my team would be able to take me out of the hole. Maybe mm-hmm. it would take longer, like probably, you know, it would take like yeah. an hour or so. But they have experience, you know, and if they can, if they would take an hour and a half with experience, you know, and the minimal gear we're carrying, 
Imagine yeah. that never face a challenge like this. You know, the, it could be the end for a person. You know? It could have been. So did you, um, you have any glacier experience before or, or did you, I mean, was it what you learned before the race? Is that what, what, what got you through? Yeah, I've done a couple of like uh, snow, traverse, snow, never, I've, it was my first time in a real glacier, you know, mm -hmm. I've done some, yeah. you know, snow peaks, you know, climb Mount Shasta and, and, and some stuff, but never something like, like this, you know, these like yeah. crazy crevasse, I've never saw this in my life and it, it is scary, but as I said, if I just, I think if, if, if the race knows that someone is going to fall in a crevasse because we were warned before the race, yeah. like with absolutely sure with every word, someone is going to fall in the crevasse. So mm -hmm. when I heard that, I thought, okay, someone is going to fall in the crevasse, please. Not me, you know, <laughs> because, yeah. you know, I think yeah. I thought someone, the person that's going to fall in a crevasse probably doesn't have any experience, you know, yeah. And I, I I don't have experience at all walking glaciers, but I don't think it for me was bad luck, you know, it was just yeah. like it could happen with anybody there, you know. Yep. Yeah, exactly. But exactly. in my opinion, if 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 the race is like affirming, you know, and, and it's positive that someone is gonna find a crevasse and the race was mine and I'm putting the race I would have a proper rescue team. I would have a proper medical crew. I would have mm -hmm. like the minimal structure to offer for my racers, you know. And honestly, yeah. I didn't see any there. And that's that's one thing that like I really think Dave wants to put like an epic race. And I think the course it was epic. I think yeah. it was an epic. It's a like a true adventure there. But mm -hmm. you can forget that together with a true adventure comes like a a a a, a well a, a epic structure. You know, you can't just send racers there in an epic course and pray that nobody's gonna fall. Yeah, and well, don't have I mean, structure to like, you know, to to help a racer, to rescue a racer. You know, so yeah. I was just a little disappointed with this. You know. And it yeah. was my first time seeing this, you know, because every race I did of the World Series, you know, I always, especially on the briefing, you know, you, you meet like a rescue team, you know, a medical crew. So pretty much in every transition you go, there is somebody from the 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 medical crew to, you know, check it out, you see if everything's going fine, you know. And yeah. that's something I didn't see there, you know. And I don't think, honestly, a race to be epic doesn't need to be pouring in infrastructure, you know. I think it's the opposite. I think the the more you the more challenge you offer, I think the more stru stru structure you should have, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. Yeah, with with uh yeah, great danger you should have great help. Yes, you know? exactly. So but well, you're better. I but I got a couple other questions though, just because it, and not not specifically about your injury because we talked about that enough. <laughs> so, was this race 
as hard as any to get ready for or harder than most? Because it seemed like there was a ton of gear that people were looking for. Yeah, I think I think it was a very technical race, you know, a lot of yeah. like specific equipment, you know. I think training wise it was like any other one. I just you know, I did more like heavy backpack training, you know, and tried to carry like as much weight I could like during some tracking training, you know. But yeah. It's definitely a more technique uh, uh technical race, you know, more specific modalities that you need to like go through, you know. So yeah. yeah. Well and you knew and quite this this the legs were longer than most, I think too. I mean you Kyle told me, Kyle's way he said it, says, you remember my backpack in Costa Rica when he left? And I said, yeah, that was huge. He said, it was like twice that that he was carrying on the trek. And I mean, that's, you know, 35, 40 pound packs for racing. Yeah, you were like, I didn't, I, unfortunately, I didn't do the, 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 yeah. the next uh, soul crusher leg. Then mm -hmm. I was really looking forward to it, you know. I was like, oh, yeah. that was gonna be like the best part of the race. Yeah. And, and I think on that on that track, everybody should carry like pack wraps, dry suits, you know, PFDs, yeah. paddles. Yep. So it's a lot of gear, you know. It's yeah, a lot, of a lot of stuff there. Yeah, yeah. and um, yeah. it's you know, even this part I didn't do, I was really confident on my skills in the water, you know, but I saw a lot of races there that doesn't have, like, was paddling in a first first time ever in a pack raft. And they were, like, mm -hmm. I, when we did the test, I asked uh, one of the guys there how, how fast was going down the river, and he said 15 miles an hour. So <laughs> think about it, like. That's, you know? yeah. Huh? Someone that never paddles in a pack craft, going down a river with strains at, you know, 15 miles an hour without even paddle? Yeah, is that's that, a little... It, and, and the thing is, I didn't see any requirements for this race, you know, any certificate, you know, like, anyone could sign up, you know, was okay, but, yeah. you know, you can say, okay, every racer should know what they're signing up for, but... I don't know. I think everybody should know what they're signing up for, too, you know? Yeah. And tell me if I'm wrong about this. I think that Dave did, did spend a lot of time telling people it was really hard, but do you think it was actually harder than he was saying? Or, I mean, not that he was saying, but do you think it was harder than people heard what he was saying? You know, people, you know, Dave's saying it's really hard and people are saying, yeah, it's really hard, but it's an adventure race. Is it really that hard? And it turned out to be that hard. I think, um, yeah, I think in my opinion, like I was, I haven't done many glaciers in my life, so I can compare with other ones. But I do, I can definitely tell you that we had a friend there in Alaska that, like great friend there and. He's a local there. He used to race like skis, you know. He's a very active guy. Used to race profession. And he said, "Guys, you were go you are going to a glacier that it's like nobody does this glacier during this time of the year, you know. Even people from here that knows how to do it like in the best way mm -hmm. possible, you know. And it yeah. is like it's not the the right time of the year to go through this glacier, you know. And yeah. and." I was expecting like a, 
great pack rafting, you know, maybe a challenge pack rafting, but I honestly wouldn't imagine that I would be going down a 15-miler river, you know, with strainer, you know. That's like yeah. a little bit more than I was expecting, yes. Yeah. Well, I know. I read um, Yoga Slackers, something they wrote today, and, and those guys are as good a pack rafters as anybody, and they had problems, so. Yeah. That's, yeah. No, and and I I think the way I should put it is not that the court that Dave underestimated the course. I think people maybe overestimated what they could do. Yeah, a little yeah, bit. You so. know, I'm 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 not saying that those parts, those segments of the race shouldn't be there. I think they should yeah. be there, but I think the race should be more uh, explicit how the lengths mm -hmm. will be. You know, so people would like be aware before the race. I don't think I would change my mind before the race. I would definitely do it and sign up for. But maybe yeah. some people that were racing there wouldn't sign up for that. You know, like yeah, that was like scary. A little, yeah. And, Although I will say, and you know, I think as we 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 said before, you know, the more challenge you you put in the race, I think the more help you need to offer. You know, and yeah, I yeah. didn't. I honestly didn't see any help there yeah like i honestly uh i i heard that you know eric noctrib yeah so he was filming there as part of media they he was sent to the field twice by helicopter to help rescue a team that was i i have been told you know that so he was the more experienced person there to help teams to be rescued there so so, I think yeah. this was a little. Yeah, it's cool. a little interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and quite honestly, Alaska should be, Alaska should be full of people that could rescue you. That's yeah. what. <laughs> that's their life. That's what yeah. they do. Rescue people yeah. all the time, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, but, um, but, yeah, I think, I and I think overall, I think uh, Dave's intention was very, you know. Uh, very nice. He wants to put like an epic race, you know, bring back yeah. some echo challenge feelings, you know. I mm -hmm. just think he can he can also deliver a little bit more structure so people can resign for his race, you know, because now yeah. I just don't feel comfortable to do another race, you know, like this. But definitely like I would love to do an epic race like this one that he put, but with more yeah. structure, you know. And you know, think that if I need help the help will be there, you know. The in, you know, like I had the help there. My closure was there for me, but yeah, you can say That's... that he was there for me, you know, and that he was there because he he was looking after me, you know. He was there by mm -hmm. incidents close by. Yeah, so. so I was happy to have him close, you know, and I was for me I was the happiest, the the the, the luckiest person. In the earth to have him close and to have August Lecker's close, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Although when Paulette got hurt, she was pretty lucky too, because the the Air Force the Air Force rescue squads train in Spokane, so when she got hurt and had to be pulled out, like they got a whole air base of people that do that. So well, <laughs> you guys are you guys are really well. You're either really unlucky or really lucky, yeah. or both. Yeah, and and, so. and also I hope people don't take uh, don't doesn't take me wrong because I think 
sometimes can happen really bad accidents. Oh, yeah. You know, like fatality happens, you know. But yeah. I think they happen when, you know, I think it's, I don't know, it's just, it, it, it definitely can happen and you sometimes will not have luck, you both, you know, but the minimum expect is that if you need some help, if you need something, you have a crew that's going to try to do their best to, to save your ass. Yeah. You know? yeah. I, yeah. I mean, that's, that's, Exactly. That's what you need. You just you want to you want to know that if you need somebody, they're going to be there. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds cool. So, here's a little bit lighter question. How do you think you guys would have done during the race? <laughs> I mean, were you guys all feeling pretty good? We were. We actually we were feeling very good. You know. Um, yeah, it, it, and that's part of my frustration too. You know, we have oh, yeah. so much to this race. You know, everybody was feeling so good, and and I I got very upset during the you know the time that I was there. I was trying to you know hold hold tight and get over. You know, but it was mm -hmm. was pretty hard. You know, but and seeing that you know I everybody wants to keep racing. You know, and. Yeah. I'm happy that my team also could, you know, expend some time out there on the field and experience some, like, you know, Alaskan yeah. wilderness. You know, they did a couple of flags, the fun part, you know. They didn't wait for the soul crusher, but uh, <laughs> I think yeah. we would need more motivation to go through that segment, like not not, not, not racing, you know. Yeah, yeah. That, that seemed like that would be a little much just to do for fun. For fun, yeah. <laughs> so... Um, so hopefully you're back for Worlds. Is, does does the team have anything else between now and then? No, probably the best, the the biggest thing coming up is the World Championship. You know, yeah. but it's gonna focus on that too. Yeah. So what do you, um, you, you know more about it than me, I would guess about it. What do you think about the area where they where they're racing at Worlds? It sure sounds different than any place else. I think technical-wise, won't be as much challenge like Alaska. You know, I mm -hmm. think uh, there is not big mountains there. There is not glaciers there. <laughs> not like fifteen-miler rivers going down. You know, there is a lot of water. Yeah. Probably a lot of paddling. Mm -hmm. A lot of flooded areas. You know. Yeah. Um, I don't think there is like crazy downhills and you know that's one thing that it's in my favor right now because if it was like imagine like an epic crazy race in New Zealand I I, I don't think I would be I think I would be scary with my shoulder like this you know yeah. but I think Pantanal would be like a very endurance challenge very mm -hmm. like Costa Rica was it at the World Champs Mm -hmm. And also a very co a very technical race, navigational wise. I think not as much like terrain wise and specific gear wise, but I think the navigation can be very tricky, very crucial in this race. Yeah. So, so. that's that's why I have a very good feeling. You know, we 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 love this type of race with tricky navigation. You know and. Where everybody gets lost everywhere, you know. <laughs> so I think, 
So you you um, what you're saying is you like your chances this year. Yeah, and it's it's my home country, you know. Like it's yeah. gonna really hurt if I can do this race, but I yeah. have good feeling about it. I will, you know, work my ass off to to get back into shape yeah. and, and, and heal fast this shoulder injury. And yeah. and also it's it's wild, you know. It's we yeah. can't deny that that it's uh it's the I don't know, it's it's crazy wild there. It's wild animals, a lot of snakes, crocodiles, monkeys stingrays. Stingrays, yeah. piranhas. Uh so all types um, of wildlife. Yeah. I so I got a question about it being your home country. Does that extra added pressure for you, or does that make it m more fun to do? I think both. It, it yeah. definitely is a little bit of pressure because everybody would expect that to be placed well there because yeah. of the last results. You know, the last two mm -hmm. world championships, we got second place. So everybody, okay, now they're racing at home. Maybe it's yeah. their race, you know. But also, you know, we will be doing the same thing we we do every time. You know, we we will be doing our race. You know, we'll not care about you know the other teams. You know, and it always worked. You know, yeah, it always worked. So, yeah. um, just that, that's kind of interesting. Not a lot. That, I mean, is that how? Obviously, that's how you guys always race. You don't care about anybody else. You just you're just racing the course. Yeah, race the course. You know. One, you know, like one step after the other, you know, and yeah. doing just little by little, you know, and, you know, facing, like, helping each other. And, and you know, it, it at some point we'll see that it, it's time to, to put the hammer down and go for it, yeah. you know. But until that time, we just, like, enjoy, try to do, like, a concert, stay healthy, you know, we always, like, it's a different type of most of the good teams you know and the top teams in the circuit they like most of them they they hammer pretty much since the beginning they like to be at the front like right away and we just try mm -hmm. to minimize our like mistakes since the beginning you know yeah. and i think that's proving that it's a good strategy for us so we try to not yeah. have a lot of mistakes you know do like a solid race and, and just That's, slow and steady and go hard at the end. Yes, yes. Slow and yeah. steady until the, the, the attack time. So, cool. Well, can can I ask you a favor? Can you ask what? Can I ask you for a favor? Yeah, sure. Could we, like every like four or five weeks, could I have you come on, you know, maybe for just five or ten minutes and, and uh, talk about how your rehab is going and how, how you're – getting ready for worlds so you know just put you on with you know other people but yeah because I, I, I think people would be very interested to know how you're coming along yeah i would so. uh yeah i would do that for sure no okay. problem at all my pleasure yeah, so yeah so every yeah every four or five weeks i'll get in touch and we'll just we'll just have a little conversation and um that that'll keep you that'll keep you rehabbing hard so you can don't disappoint the people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's it. And are you going to Brazil? That's a good question. Um, they've invited me to come down. 
and can help out a little bit, but I'm, you know, I still, and they're still working on some other things. So, yeah, yeah, yes, maybe. <laughs> How's that for a definite answer? Okay. So, I and and quite well, and I, you know, I've been talking to them, and I wanted to know, you know, how what are they going to do? How are they going to get the media around? And basically, they're going to have like eight boats taking us around doing everything so i think he actually might be able to cover it a little bit so yeah um, so it, it's um i haven't i kind of want to but then again i don't like water all that much <laughs> so it's maybe yeah. but <laughs> so if, there. i would say if, if push comes to shove if it works out yeah i'm gonna go so but uh one thing i'm sure it's going to be beautiful man it's a beautiful uh it's a beautiful place yeah i mean it definitely be an experience it may you know it may be a little different coverage you know may not be able it may be something that you have to cover and then you know put something together afterwards instead of getting stuff out yeah. right away but yeah well it, it it i yeah i'd like to, i'd like to go if it works out i'm gonna go so and uh yeah well, so we'll see right we'll see yeah so well, cool. Well, I'm going to tell you to train, rehab hard, and take a little bit of a chance with your shoulder, but not too much to get it tore up. And yeah, uh, and uh, just for just for people that are listening, because I'm leaving Wednesday morning for Cowboy Tough, and I haven't even started packing yet. So okay, so good luck there. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fun. We have a good time. So yeah, so. Well, thanks, Marco, for talking with me, and we'll talk to you in, in you know, a few weeks again. Yeah, I'll talk to you soon. All right, thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Have a good one. Thanks. When your heart ain't in it and you're not satisfied You know 